Sad news to address, a trade to go over, and a little uh, update on our Saber Super Draft and your opportunity to vote and get involved with our show here coming up on the Locked On Sabres podcast. Your Locked On Sabres, your daily podcast on the Buffalo Sabres. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thanks for making Locked On Sabres your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. First show in a few days here, um, which means I do want to talk a little bit about RJ. I want to talk a little bit about Rick Jenneret passing away on Friday night and my experience coming up, but also I want to go through the Ilya Labushkin trade. Sabres sending away one of their defensemen over the weekend um, or earlier this week, and I thought it was a little interesting as to the timing and the value of it. Uh, so we'll go through that. And then uh, an opportunity for you to get involved in our Sabres Super Draft. Stay tuned for that a little bit later on in today's show as well. Um, we'll start with RJ, though. And as I you know record this show, the Sabres are actually just announcing – uh, I could throw it up on our, our stream here on YouTube. By the way, again, check us out on YouTube, uh, wherever you may be listening. Um, you can watch us, too. So the Sabres sent out a press release that Rick Jenneret, you know, is going to... Let me see if I can get this to work on my stream. Sorry. Uh, but anyways, Rick Jenneret's um, a roundtable remembrance uh, for him is going to take place at KeyBank Center on Sunday, August 27th at 5 o'clock. Um, alumni, broadcasters, like I know Dan Dunleavy, of course, will be uh, the MC for this event. Brian Duff, I'm sure, and Marty Baran will be involved. But plenty of Sabres alumni. Rob Ray, I can't imagine, won't be. Um, so I don't know the full list of alumni, but, I mean, don't you have to imagine? You know, it's just a guess. And, you know, if people got things going on, you know, I don't, almost don't even want to throw their names out there just to – you know, to, to make it seem like it's a problem if they're not there. Um, but can, can't you, don't you think Brad May is probably going to be there? Iconic May Day call. Uh, Pat LaFontaine, for instance, is another one. Um, I don't know. We'll see who ends up going there. But the Sabres are um, giving tickets, uh, general admission, free to the public. The event will also be aired on MSG and will stream live on the Sabres social media. So you can get your ticket at Sabres.com. Um, so that's happening. You know, it was referenced in the the release that they sent out that RJ and his family did not want a full public memorial service. Um, and, you know, like you wish, you know, you, everyone would have the opportunity. I guess this is it, right? They, they're giving fans the opportunity to respect, give him respect and, you know, but to, to have – you know, and one last day of celebration for Rick Jenneret. Um, but, you know, he, that's how he was, right? Like, he didn't want all the fanfare. He didn't, you know, they had to kind of talk him into having RJ night. I'm glad they did because it gave all fans the opportunity to tell him how much he meant to everybody, you know, while he was still with us. And that night, you know, as you think back on it, 
It's just a March night against the Nashville Predators. They're out of a playoff race. The building had been pretty empty all year long. The fans were starting to come back, but to what extent? Like 12, 13,000 a night. And then RJ Knight. Here, we're putting him up in the rafters. This is the night to celebrate him. Everyone showed up. Packed the building. There wasn't an empty seat in the house. The Sabres did an incredible job with the ceremony. The Sabres won the game. We talked to Alex Tuck on Friday. Um, and Tuck said in the locker room that like everyone wanted to run through a wall for him, even if they didn't, you know, know as much about RJ as Tuck did, for instance. Tuck grew up a Saber fan, you know, 0506, 0607, right in the sweet spot. Um, so of the black and red era. So he knew what it meant, and you know, the players knew enough to what it meant to pull that game out, treat it like a playoff game. They won it late, and they were able to bring RJ out on the ice for that last standing ovation. Uh, against the Nashville Predators. So amazing and grateful, right, that that night was able to happen while he was still with us. And, you know, it was Friday was super emotional um, hosting on WGR, just hearing from fans and hearing from, you know, all the former, you know, whether it's Dan Dunleavy or it's Pete Weber, now voice of the Nashville Predators who worked with RJ way back when or if it was Marty Baran, or if it was I talk, for instance, Don Granado and Kevin Adams, you know, pe- members of the current organization. Um, everyone with, you know, the same thing to say about Rick that he just, no one ever had a bad word about him. No one ever had a bad word about him. I, I would, you know, I don't think there's any debating this. He's the most universally beloved figure in Buffalo sports history. You know, like everybody's got some detractor out there, right? Like there are guys that don't like people that don't love Jim Kelly for whatever reason. There are people, you know, that don't love who maybe Jobert Perot is not that, but Hashik because of the way he left. I don't know. Nobody in the world has a bad word to say about Rick Jenneret. Nobody. Sunday, August 27th, 5 p.m. Key Bank Center. The memorial is up. I mean, the memorial, the the giant RJ letters are outside KeyBank Center. Flowers being placed there. They've got a loop of the RJ clips, um, you know, playing outside the arena, which is a really good touch, I think, as well. Um, yeah, it was definitely emotion emotional night and day for me because I that's my that's my idol. I mean, that is the guy that I really, you know, I'm not doing. A couple other times, I'm sure, in passing. And, you know, just funny, right? Like, the one-liners in the elevator of the uh, of the Sabres, um, of the Sabres press room. Uh, you would, a lot of people would be able to tell you stories about that. Mine's not great. You know, it's just him kind of going, poof, tough one during the Sabres tank season. Um, and, you know, that probably happened a lot. But, you know, he was he was great. He was unbelievable. The all-time Sabre, if you ask me. And I don't even think it's, uh, I don't even think it's close. All right, time out here when we come back. All right, well, a little bit of hockey. What happened with the Ilya Labushkin trade? Why did the Sabres decide to do that? And then uh, an opportunity for you to get involved in our Sabres Super Draft coming up on the Locked On 
Sabres podcast. We are presented by Athletic Greens. AG1, the number one thing that you can do for your health every morning. Uh, AG1, I gave it a try. You have a couple of different ways you can do it. You can make the shakes. You can put the little drops in your water or your coffee. Um, the shakes taste really good, but if you're on a rush, you throw the drops in and you get all 75 high-quality vitamins and minerals. Um, right now, AG1, you know, it's it's under $3 a day. Pretty good if you ask me. It's a really effective daily habit with high-quality source ingredients. It's a win-win. AG1 replaces your multivitamin, probiotic, and more in one simple drinkable habit. Uh, AG1 helps you bring your build your health, foundation first, raising the standard for quality in the supplement category. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Just go to drinkag1.com slash NHL network. That's drinkag1.com slash NHL network. Check it out. Welcome back to the Locked On Sabres podcast with Joe DiBiase at Sneaky Joe Sports to follow me on Twitter. The Sabres making a move this week, uh, trading away Ilya Labushkin to the Anaheim Ducks for a 2025 fourth round pick. What does a 2025 fourth round pick mean? Nothing. It's not that valuable at all. Uh, I would not expect that player to ever become an NHLer. Your odds are under 10% that that player ever makes the NHL. Now, to on, to be honest, the greatest value of that fourth-round pick might be the perceived value of the fourth-round pick. The Sabres could spin that fourth-round pick around at the trade deadline for some third- or fourth-line forward that can help them or for some backup goaltender. I don't know. Um, that, to me, is the most valuable that you get for the fourth-round pick. To me... The trade of Labushkin to Anaheim is not about the pick. It's about doing right by Labushkin. To me, that's it. The Sabres have a lot of defensemen. Right now, if you go through who their options are for opening night, six defensemen will be in the lineup, right? And let's say for sake of conversation, everybody's healthy, and I'll, I'll do this exercise as the Labushkin was still on the team. You've got Darlene, and you've got Samuelson. That's two. You've got... Power, and you've got Connor Clifton, who you signed from Boston. That's four. You've got Henry Okiharu and Eric Johnson. I'm already at six, and I haven't mentioned Riley Stillman. I haven't mentioned Ilya Labushkin. I haven't mentioned Jacob Bryson. I mean, the Sabres have so many NHL defensemen, had so many. Someone had to go. And really, none of those guys at the bottom of the lineup, except potentially Henry Okiharu were going to have any value. In a perfect world, yeah, maybe you trade Yokiharu away and see if you can recoup a second-round pick. But otherwise, Labushkin being the guy that goes, that's fine. I tend to think, you know, the story of his season was injury. That early on in the year, he got hurt, and he was never really able to get to his highest level of play. He started to at the end of the year. If you look at the last couple of months of the Sabre season, Labushkin in some of the advanced stats was actually one of their better defensemen in the last two months of the season as the health had returned. Um, and that was even with the hitting going away. You know, the hitting was supposed to be his big thing and that really never, you know, flourished with the Sabres. It did a little bit early on in the season, then he got hurt and it kind of went away. So I do think Labushkin had better results in him than what he showed last year. And that's why like, I would have been interested to see if he could do it this coming season. 
but they just they're there's too crowded. You know, there's too there's too many. How many games are we gonna play? Thirty games if anybody was healthy in a rotation with Stillman and Yoki Haru or Stillman and, and Johnson. I don't know. Um, so you get something, even though it's not much at all. Fine. Give the guy an opportunity, do right by the player. Um, you know, it's a good job by the Sabres, I guess, to do right by the player. We'll always have the Tampa game. We'll have that Labushkin moment. There might only be one Labushkin moment, but Six to five overtime winning breakaway against the Tampa Bay Lightning and a comeback victory. One of the most stunning overtime heroes in Sabres history. Maybe the most stunning overtime hero in Sabres history. Uh, it's a great highlight. And in 10 years, it's going to be an incredible trivia question to ask people uh, who won that uh, Sabres Lightning overtime game? Who was the defenseman that scored shorthanded, by the way, four on three? And it'll be Ilya Labushkin. So Labushkin to the Ducks. The Sabres blue line becomes a little bit more clear. I think they could very well be done. Uh, I mentioned those six guys that would factor into the lineup. Riley Stillman being your seventh defenseman. Jacob Bryson being your eighth that maybe you can send down to Rochester. I think that's fine. All right. Time out here. And when we come back, our Sabres Super wrapped up. Go through the teams real quick and tell you how you can get involved with our show coming up on the Lockdown Sabres podcast. We are brought to you by Bird Dogs. Oh, Love bird dogs. Bird dogs make you look good. Bird dog stretch khaki shorts designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but they fit way better. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of that stiff, restricting cotton. Bird dogs fix this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but it stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Bird dogs use anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on NHL or enter the promo code locked on NHL for a free white tech hat with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on NHL or promo code locked on NHL for a free white tech hat. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Final segment here on the Locked On Savers podcast with Joe DiBiase. If you missed our most recent episodes, check them out. We did our Saber Super Draft myself. Lucas Buckley and Joe Marino from the Cautiously Optimistic podcast. We built our teams, and now it's time for you to vote. Go to our Twitter, at Sabers, and you could vote for who has the best team. Between the three of us, we have our little side bets on the side uh, for who has the best team. And early results, I just put the poll up right before we got going with the show. Only 80 votes in. I have a slight lead, but only by 1% over Joe Marino and then Lucas Buckley in third. And if you need a reminder of what the teams looked like that we drafted, um, starting with uh, Team Luke, he went French Connection at the top. I got the graphic up on our YouTube if you're interested in looking. Uh, it's available on our YouTube channel. Um, you know, I, looking at his team overall, Lucas's team with the French Connection up top, that's going to be the headline the the way i see his team is it's got an incredible top six arguably the best center group down the middle perot briere tage thompson Stu barnes that's about as good as you're going to do but to me he is the weakest when it comes to the blue line campbell's great love jitnik everyone else after that i think you know when it comes to all-time sabers he's going to struggle a lot jason woolley jay mckee richard schmelich and tony ludman and he's definitely third among the goaltending group with tom barrasso so love lucas's forwards up top but that's how i see his team what about joe marino's team all right hashik 
you know, Hashtag's going to give you a shot any day of the week. And arguably, if you have the first pick, you might just be the best team. If you have Dominic Hashtag, that might be all you need. Um, and he did a pretty good job catching up. You know, first line of Pierre Turgeon, Danny Gare, and Alex McGillney. But I really think where Joe falls short is that center group. You know, Hashik's the best goalie. He's got Phil Housley, who I think is arguably the best defenseman. And then some good wingers. You know, Alex McGillney, Danny Gare. Like, the Sabres are so deep through their history with, with wingers that he was able to, to, to make up for it there. He did not make up for it. He did not compete to me with me or Lucas when it comes to centers. Pierre Turgeon, Dale Howarchuk, Michael Pekka, Paul Gostad. Not a bad group whatsoever, but I do think it's the third best center group of the three. My team, I'm biased, of course. I got the team I pretty much wanted. Um, but I will admit, I waited a lot on forward. I'm definitely third when it comes to the forwards. In fact, I didn't like a lot of the wingers that uh, that were available there. So I started throwing some centers around. I threw Ryan O'Reilly on the wing. I threw Don Luce on the wing. I threw Dylan Cousins on the wing. But I love my center group. I believe I have the best center group with Pat LaFontaine, Chris Drury, Jack Eichel, and Tim Connolly. If you can get past your Jack Eichel. Hey, by the way, I'm making Jack Eichel number 15. For some reason... I don't know. It looks a little less hateable when the number 15 is next to Jack Eichel than the number nine. And then I love my blue line. I think it's on par with as the best uh, with Mike Ramsey, Rasmus Dahlin, Jerry Korab, Jim Schoenfeld in the top four. And then I got Ryan Miller, you know, and I think having him as my is the second best goalie in this thing um, was important for me to get. So I like my team a lot. I'm narrowly winning the poll. Uh, at this moment in time, love to, to hear your thoughts on it uh, on our YouTube channel, on our draft shows, had one common opinion that I think was a miss, honestly, by me, Lucas and Joe. We didn't draft Bill Height. Bill Height is not a name in the rafters. Bill Height, I'm not even sure if he's in the Sabres Hall of Fame. He's not a flashy name. You know, a lot of Sabre fans of my age probably don't even know who he is, but that was an all-time Sabres defenseman that we just completely missed on. He played from 73 to 87, 14 years with the Sabres, 854 games, 320 points. Like he had 20 to 30 points a bunch of times, um, but just a big physical stay-at-home defenseman that was, you know, playing big minutes for the Sabres when they were going to the Stanley Cup final uh, and then competing into the late 70s. So that was a miss. If I could go back in time, I would definitely put him on my team if I could. Um so yeah, Bill Height. I saw all your comments, and uh, I definitely think you're right that that's a guy that should that deserved to be drafted. And hey, give us a little bit of a break. You know, our average age between the three of us is like 26. So <laughs> the fact that we really only missed on one guy from the from the old days, I think, is is an is an okay job. All right, at Ziggy Joe Sports, at Lockdown Sabers, if you want to vote on uh, on our poll for who has the best team between the three of us. That's it for us. Thanks everybody for listening. We'll talk to you next time here on the Lockdown Sabers podcast.